Patreon members, thank you for <laughs> listening to the pre. <laughs> social media and kind of fucking around you know not doing anything serious and i never take any of that stuff too serious but someone told me they'd never heard of the babies and they didn't know this particular track and you can keep it like right on a nice low level there just for a minute i we love may, this song my sister used to, to play it. this all the time oh actually you know the chorus is about to come back around right. when it does we turn it back up here we go here we go certain teenage boy from the northern oh. suburbs back in the early 80s. Oh, yeah. And if I'm honest, it still does. Uh-huh. Yeah. Midnight Rendezvous by yeah. the Babies. Now, John Waite would go on to have God, other more good. popular His songs voice as a solo guy. Stellar. The Babies are freaking excellent, and this era of rock is kind of what informed me oh. growing up in Coon Rapids as a kid. Yes. And so... Do I want to hear it all day, every day? Absolutely not. But it's a memory maker. That's why you brought your big black comb today that you got in your back pocket. Your hair is feathered. And you got that thin chain on right now. Dude, I used to have some sweet-ass feathered hair. Just kidding. I always look like a dork. (laughs) My name is Brian Oak. This is episode 310 of the Brian Oak Show. And along with me is my constant stalwart cohort, Sean Bernard. Earlier today on social media, I mentioned that (laughs) this this particular track was... um, Someone's like, I I refuse to believe they're a real band. I'm like, oh, they're a fucking real band. And I, I put that track up, and it's gotten good traction. I'm getting some good lines. I feel like my profile's rising on social media. Nice. Couldn't give a shit. Um, I I really, really couldn't, even though my employers over at the radio station would like me to have a different attitude about that. Uh, But here we are. We are in a different realm. We are in the Smart Start MN studio for another edition of the Brian Oaks Show. Um, Someone also, though, when I posted it, said there's a new John Waite documentary, the lead singer of the Oh, it's so good. On Amazon Prime. It's so good. You got to see it. Really? Yeah, because my sister was like, if you, it, she wouldn't let you finish a sentence. She was such a fan of the babies. She was like, that's the band that nobody wow. knows enough about. Wow. So she was like, yeah. you got to see the John Wayne documentary. You got to see it. You got to see it. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, you know what? It is really, really good. And they're, they're a cool Very band. Very humbling. I, I, uh, 
life he's had. Well, I get the impression that early on he was kind of a jerkwater. Well, I think everybody has that big slap of humility. That and then happens. all of a sudden you're oh, like, oh, now the rest of my life. All right. Yeah. Well, so I would say, I, too, I, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. I would say, help. if you're listening to this right now, yeah. pull up this picture of the babies right, and just look, look at, at that. Look at that album photo. They're all wearing leather so jackets with yes. no shirts underneath them. Oh, my them. goodness. I mean, that there is sex happening right there, oh, isn't God. there? And that it's, song in particular is about that sort of adolescent, just teenage desire about sex and attraction, and that's rock and roll, right? Oh, Actually, it's very interesting, because I was listening to this on the way over, Al, and Al, we're going to talk to very shortly and get in much, much deeper with. Rock and roll is about rebellion. It is about partying. As you wrote to me on a text message in all caps, <laughs> let's party, regarding today's podcast. <laughs> but it's also about fucking, if you'll pardon yeah. my use of the French. I mean, rock and roll, jazz is, R&B is, oh, yeah. old yeah. school blues is. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, people like to get out. They like to party. But they also, from what I've heard, I hate to be this coarse early in the show, but here we are. <laughs> people like fucking, don't they? I do. I thought you were going to choose maybe a clever word there, but yeah, fucking. All right, is, uh, that's fine. Fornication. Yeah. Uh, copulation. Um, well, and we lived in an era where uh, I'm reminded of the movie about last night when Rob Lowe puts on the uh, the headphones where he's got the splitter. Yeah. He puts them on the. I think it was. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about right now. Oh, you don't. You never saw about last night. I don't think so. But keep going. Oh, uh, but anyway, he has the splitter. And he's trying to, you know, put the moves on this woman. So they've got, they both have the the shitty <laughs> headphones on, and they're listening to tunes. But they really like start, crappy little walk. Yeah, they headphones. really start right. going at it. And of course, it becomes unplugged and just starts blaring through the sound yeah. system. But that was the era that we grew up in. I mean, back then you had to work really hard to see a titty. Yeah. Um, and we're not there anymore. But you did, and so and it was a lot of work. Oh man, you're you're digging through something. You're digging through well, either unscrambled. Yes. Uh, oh, what was the name of that channel? Going to like Cinemax. Yeah, well, no, but even before cable really happened, <laughs> Qu- uh, Quantum. It started with a Q. I can't think of it. But like Channel 13, like if you held the the handheld Turner just right, you could almost make something out of the squiggle porn, is what we used to call it back in the day. You uh, had to be lucky and have like unmarried Gary, the neighbor, that would like he had a he. Had, he was living with his folks, and he was like, "Hey, I I know you're 12, but and I'm 36, but this is for you, brother." And he would call you brother, and you're like, "Whoa!" That's one of my favorite things you've ever said. Unmarried Gary is the name of my new solo acoustic side there project. Unmarried Gary, put it out right. Now. I mean, yeah. Well, I've already copyrighted it, and I bought the URL. Anyway, there's been a lot of swearing and a lot of talk about premarital sex, which, oh, as a couple sex. of Catholic boys, we haven't talked about drugs yet, but we'll get we'll there. Get there. Yeah, we'll it's get all part there. of it. Al, your part's yeah. still coming, all right? Yeah, There'll we'll be get plenty there. of time we'll to there. talk about drugs. We'll get there. Wow, what a wonderful start. It's a glorious, sunny oh. Thursday here in South yes. Minneapolis, an area that Tube we all tops. love. I mean... Uh, Remember the tube top? Let's so, just... somebody, somebody said something to me yesterday that is so sexist, I'm afraid no. to say it right now. Don't say it if you're... Use Who your... gives a shit? We've already talked about all this yeah. terrible stuff. They just simply said, and maybe it's not sexist, maybe it is just responding to our most base desires. He said, women dress better in the summer. <laughs> it was 88 days. Is that sexist? Well, no, because I, I, I think that I love a, a sundress, man. Oh, uh, when I met a... my wife, she was wearing a sundress for a, a while. A, what do you think about a tube top? 
Well, the tube top is kind of the tube top's kind of fun. Right by that, <laughs> I know you did. I missed the tube that top is just kind right of there. funny to me. I mean, I don't know what it is. No, like, they're silly. Because they, they were just constantly adjusting it's the tube top. Seventy four, <laughs> yeah. and we're in a terrible like yeah. you know rock and roll high school movie something. Like, yeah. Although that was a good movie. The anyway, cool, the cool cigarettes going. I'm worried that spring <laughs> has infected all of us, and yeah. we're losing our focus. We are, and maybe we need to deep breath, <sighs> play a song. We'll be no. all right. Namaste, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to The Brian Oak Show, powered by Smart Start. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means that long ago, they started working with the state legislature to find a way to get people who have been busted for drunk driving back into their vehicles legally and safely. Now, the state has to let you, you will lose your license, but the state has to let you drive if you can blow clean, if you can be cool. And Smart Start MN, our friends, Mike and Ed, in fact, Mike made a smart-ass comment on my post about the baby several here. He is good for that. Um, but they have technology, proprietary technology that other people have moved in on, but they are Minnesota. They are homegrown. They are the ones who made this thing come to be in Minnesota. So... If you know someone who makes it, I mean, again, much like the enthusiasm, thank God we're just sitting here in this small room. But if you know someone who makes a terrible mistake, hopefully they don't hurt themselves, they don't hurt anyone else, but they've made a terrible mistake, they can get back on the road and they can get their life back to normal for less money and quicker than you might otherwise think. Yeah, we'll save you a little extra dough by going to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off. The installation of the ignition interlock company. I'm saying something off the show when we play the song. I will not say it now, but what? I'm not going to say I've it. I've already opened my yap. I'm, I'm probably canceled already. I'm not going to say I, it. This is probably the last episode of this that's show. That's true. What do you mean that's true? <clears throat> anyway, coming up next, <laughs> we're going to talk to a guy whose resume is so long and so varied. He's such a creative and curious individual. I don't even know where to start, so we'll try to figure that out after this. Real quickly, let's get it. Oh, look at how long we've been talking. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, working at a record store is both a blessing and a curse, right? Like, I have a fetish for records. Some people like to dress up in latex. Some people like to be beaten with a kielbasa everyone's got their own thing i like to collect records and i found and be beaten by a kielbasa <laughs> i haven't tried it yet but i'm not against it i'm not okay. that suburban all, all right. right i mean I'll, right. Give, I'll give anything a shot once uh i found a record yesterday at the record store i work at which is brilliant by the way um that i'd never heard of before and i grabbed it just based on the cover alone i'm like that oh, looks wow. cool and so i pulled it i'm like they look like a bunch of 14 year olds oh, like yeah. playing 60s then i flipped it over and it says Mankato's newest hitmakers, a band called The Gestures. So this is back in the era, early to mid-60s, where you could have a regional hit, be wildly oh, yeah. famous for two months, yep. and then vanish forever. But no one in Illinois had ever heard of you. No one out in Arizona had mm -hmm. ever heard of you. No one in New York had ever heard of you. This is just such a band, a band called The Gestures, which I'm like, I've never heard of them. But it turns out when I played this song yesterday at the store, I did know this one, but I had n if someone with a gun to my head said, Who's this band? I'd be like, mm, I, I got nothing. Um, the Gestures, Run, 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 on The Brian Oak Show. Set 
it's worth getting up every single day I, there are the many days when the alarm goes off at 4 a.m where i'm like fuck off no and then i'm like but today could be a weird unusual maybe mm-hmm. interesting possibly hilarious confounding interesting day it's worth being alive because it's not going to last a lot longer i'm going to be real honest with everybody I hate to break it to you we are temporary and so enjoy every single moment you can i literally pulled this record at random yesterday fell in love with it looked at it and then i threw the old nfs on it right there you not know, for sale thank you very much yep. sean bernard appreciate you it is the brian oak show this is episode 310 it is time to formally introduce our guest well somewhat formally al church is joining us today in the Smart Start MN studios. Al has, as I said before, such a varied, unusual, and wonderful, I don't know, what do you, what do you, what do you call it, resume? I don't even know really where yeah. to start with you. you got to stay right up on top of oh, these yeah, bad boys, yeah, oh, by the way. All right. Um, I, I'm letting you talk, though. Well, I, but I'll do that all day. <laughs> if, if, you, if you don't move up on the mic, I won't know when to shut my damn mouth. Uh, first of all, I'm sorry that I brought you on to such a potty mouth show. We yeah. have not only used was, coarse language, but we've also upset. talked about rather questionable topics. Let's instead talk about you. Al Church, where are you from? Where were you born? I was born in Almogordo, New Mexico. Almogordo, you say? Yeah, yeah. The hell? in what the desert. Of, what part of New Mexico? Al, it's it's basically you know it's it's in the desert, but uh, like by Santa Fe, by Albuquerque, the, by the clo- it's yeah it's it's south of that. It's close to El Paso, Texas. Oh yeah, okay. It's so right, way on the, east. right on the border. Yeah, okay. it's a border town. Uh, Almogordo yeah. sounds like the name of a monster from a Spanish horror yeah. movie. I like that very much. <laughs> or a much. guy with a nice deli. Almogordo. You know, Al, oh. Almogordo? Al- yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking it's to green, Al Church. Green chili, green chili cheeseburgers they got there. Oh. Yeah. What about a yeah. giant burrito served wet where it's basically yes. floating in oh, sauce? Yeah. Yep. yep. Son of yeah. a... 
I haven't eaten anything yet today, so I'm a little preoccupied. So, Al, you grew up, in, you're born in Alamogordo. Yeah. Do you spend your time in New Mexico? Where, where no, do you... I, I can't. I, I was born there, and then uh, I grew up in Duluth, Minnesota. Wow. So, <laughs> I, can, I ask, can I ask what caused the transit to literally the other side of the country? Yeah. So, my dad... My dad was from there. Or okay. It's from Duluth. So okay. we, uh, he decided uh, he got a job and uh, was like, well, we're moving. The-. He he lived down in New Mexico for a yeah. while. And uh, well, it's like me. I was yeah. born in Portland, Oregon, yeah. and my parents moved me here when I was a year and a half. You yeah. know, and I've lived yeah. here ever since. So, yeah. so Duluth is an interesting place to me because Duluth, obviously, like many places in the upper Midwest, has had its ups and downs. But to me, Duluth is enjoying sort of a renaissance right now, right? Yeah. I mean, Duluth is a cool place in this oh, state. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and just growing up there, I was... I, Grew up in the country, but um, yeah, yeah. but it was. What does know, that mean? Does that mean on a farm or just uh, on a remote home? No, or just like just like kind of on the outskirts. All right, of so you weren't out slopping the hogs every morning no, or anything like that. No, 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 no. no. I mean, you look like a yeah. little bit of a hog uh, slopper. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I take that as a compliment. Actually, when you're so. growing up in Duluth, at some point, obviously, music starts to matter to you. And maybe you're listening as a fan to AM radio. Maybe you're doing whatever. Yeah. But at what point do you decide me? Al Church, yeah. I'm going to be a part of music. Yeah. Basically, my my parents divorced. I was like eight years old, and my grandma had a guitar, and I was like, what's this? Right. And, yeah, I was banging around a little bit on the piano, and um, my mom taught me piano and stuff growing up, and so I just gravitated towards that at about eight at exactly eight years old when did you like being taught piano or were you like why am i yeah, fucking doing this no. i want to go play legos and yeah. hot wheels i went no but no did you like it piano? was cool yeah my mom was also really r- really into like led zeppelin and wow. you know cool stuff but also like gospel music and stuff so it was sounds like there yeah. was a bong in the house yeah i'm not judging <laughs> but i'm just saying there may have been a bong in the home Oh yeah, but not my mom. It was my brothers. But uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever it takes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we 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 would play, and you know, she took lessons as a kid. Yeah, but hated it because mm. oh. the teacher was classical, like slapping her hands, yes. like ouch, you know, like Beethoven, Bach. So why did she want to teach you if she didn't like it? Because probably to shield me from shitty teachers. Probably good call. Good call. Uh, you know, like well, we've all gonna, had them. Yeah, we all yeah. had them. But, uh, yeah, I think in, in guitar, really, like, I, I remember walk. I mean, distinctly the walking down the stairs and my brothers were watching MTV and uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit came on and was like, okay. Oh. Yeah. These losers? Oh. Yeah. These losers? A bunch of scrubby you mean yeah. that, that, yeah. from You mean that kid that skateboards at my school? Yep. He's he can have a band. He's in a <laughs> yeah. He's hanging out and just playing electric guitar and screaming at the top of his lungs. Cool. And literally changed the course of American music. Yeah. And then, maybe I'll try some of that. Yeah. That's so let song. me ask you this then. So you pick up the guitar. You become infatuated with rock and roll. You suddenly realize the world is bigger than you thought. Yeah. More dangerous than you thought. More interesting than you thought. Yeah. Most people learn with covers, and most people learn by starting somewhere. Where did you start? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the first songs I learned was uh, Fire by Jimi Hendrix. Wow. Like, yeah. Well, it's starting nice. big, man. You, well, like, you climbed know. halfway up the yeah. mountain before you yeah. started. You know? Well, but it was it was actually, you know, that riff is, isn't that hard. No, it's but just, I mean... Meow, like, meow, meow, meow. 
<laughs> I have only one meow, meow, burning meow, meow. desire. Yeah. <laughs> Go out you don't stand fire. <laughs> but 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 it's also of, it's also that's a big that's a big first bite, man. Yeah, I mean like yeah. like so when you start with Hendrix yeah. <laughs> then, then I mean, you have That's to go true. somewhere, and you have to learn more. Yeah. So then, either you have to peel back and be like, "Oh yeah, you know what? I'm in my Harry Nilsson phase right now." Yeah. <laughs> or whatever the case may be. But I mean, Hendrix is a big first jump. It was. Yeah. So you're growing up. You grew up in Duluth. At what point do you decide time to take this to the people? Time to take yeah. this shit to the streets. Let's do yes. this thing. Well, that was banned for me, like, uh, like seventh grade. Uh, Still in Duluth at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, at Woodland Middle School, and we were, uh, you know, good old Woodland. School. Good old Man, Woodland. Great. I heard there was and, a guy here that could play the shit out of their Hendrix. spaghetti. I mean, that yeah. it, the sauce tasted like ketchup, but man, yeah. that was made oh. with love. <laughs> Those little cartons of two percent milk. Oh, yes. Yeah, always just a little stuff. lukewarm. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. So, you, but I mean, seventh grade. And then at a certain point, we had the bags of milk at some. So I, I remember the cartons. Yeah, I remember the cartons <laughs> happening, and then I remember like somehow it got. I'm clearly much older than you because I was never given a bag of milk yeah, in school. Yeah, bags like the, yeah, like like, that. Like, like, like like a little plastic pouch. Yeah, like a pouch, and you, it's like almost like a like a like a Capri Sun, like a Capri Sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Capri milk of milk. Yeah. Oh, I just hope they're not together because orange juice will curdle milk like you would yeah. believe. So yeah. seventh grade's a little early for most people to yeah. start kicking it live. What? <laughs> yeah. in, I mean, but seriously, <laughs> what what inspired you, man? Honestly. uh... I saw, and to tie this into what we're going to talk about, is in seventh grade, my friend Ben was like, hey, do you know the Violent Femmes? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And I, just to be cool, like I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Sure, I, sure. I know. I know everything about the Violent Femmes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, wait. You, they're, he's like, they're coming into town. And my sister's got tickets. And you'd literally at this His point never sister. even heard of them no, before. Never. Of I course, I didn't know course. a I didn't know a lick. Yeah, yeah. But I love the name. I was like the Violent Femmes. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. It sounds French. Also Femmes. Yeah. That sounds like something that'll irritate my school. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so I went I went home basically and my uncle uh was into music and he was a uh, he was also in radio, uh you know, uh he was on KQ way back in the day. KQDS? Yeah. KQDS. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, he, which is great because they use the same positioning statements, yes. or at least did yeah. for many, many, many years as KQRS. Yeah. Oh yeah, like KQ, the Northland's home for classic rock. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, and so you know he hated all of the classic rock. He hated it. Like he's like, if I hear "Stairway to Heaven" one oh, more yeah. time, when yeah, you work in no. it, it gets he, really old. He yeah. hated Matchbox was, Twenty and Maroon Five. You say know, what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. he was and he was on you know KQDS where they, they were just they were playing Van Morrison, of course. They're playing you know all the classic rock you know mm-hmm. of that time. Thin Lizzy, a lot Thin of Boston, Lizzy, lot Boston. Of Boston. Um, oh. and, and don't get I love Boston. Yeah, oh, but they just right. play the shit out but, of them. Yeah, they play. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, like if, you know, it's taken and, me thirty years to get over my Bob Seger damage between <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> between how long? How that's much, your name of your band, Bob Seger Damage. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's my reductive synth side project. Yeah, there you um, go. But, but between how much they played them on KQ and my dad's love them. Yeah. I couldn't, if I heard any Bob Seger for 30 years, it was over. Yes. Now I finally reached the point where if it pops up on WDGY or occasionally yeah. on KQ, yeah. I'm like, 
I okay. can do a little Bob Seger. Yeah, yeah. But but I get oh, yeah. I get your uncle's or you said your uncle, right? Yeah. I get yep. his uh, vibe because after a while, man, if you're around it that much, it's over. It's over. And yeah. guess what he showed me? The early early Pink Floyd rec- live he had he had bootlegs that mm. he, so we he would have this like he had this catalog yeah. from Germany. Right. And he, and we would be in the basement um of my grandma's house where I got the guitar and he would be like check this out. You know, and we would listen to old Pink, like Saucer Full of Secrets yeah, and yeah, Pink yeah. Floyd. But and like live. bootlegs of bootlegs, it. Like wow. Bootlegs. Like bootlegs. fantastic. Like yeah. they were doing see, that, cro- quadraphonic sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's super weird, man. Super I mean, like weird. most kids don't get exposed to that no. level of weirdness. No. Right. Not at all. And I wouldn't have if I would have just like hung out with my brothers, you know, or right, whatever. They're, right, right. they're listening to, you know. Alan like, Parsons Project. Yeah, right. Exactly, you know? right. So it was crazy. And, and that was that was eye opening. And then he's like, the vi- he had a bunch of violent femme bootlegs. Mm and and from like the, you can know, I ask the, where did you I mean I'm not trying yeah. I'm not trying to be a fed or a narc kid, no yeah yeah but where did he get his bootlegs because yeah. now bootlegs are fairly prevalent they're like all I said, over I work at the record store YouTube the number of yeah. records the number of stuff available online but back then yeah. bootlegs were sort of a weird it hit. was it was basically the the dark web it was. of its time yes yeah. and and and, and uh, he was ordering from Germany and then there was this other place but he you know he. I don't know. I I haven't asked him. Like I should ask him where where he f- got those catalogs. I'll but... bet that dude had a killer porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm into that sort of thing. Was your uncle's name Unmarried Gary? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Unmarried Gary. Unmarried Gary is going to be my new online name <laughs> yeah. when I finally get back onto Twitter. My, my uncle's unmarried name is Gary. Eric Eric Church, and he became a country singer later on. Yeah I'm right. Kidding. Yeah right. We're like, I was like, come on, man. There's no way. That would have been the most brilliant revelation of all time. Like, holy! Before we get to the modern era and your latest music and yeah. this cool violent femme show you have coming up, we've gone too long without hearing music. Yes. So I need you to tell me about this particular song right here, "Into the Willows." A, why you chose it, and B. Again, I don't expect artists to ever like totally bear their soul because I know that the interpretation of the listener is an important part of the process for everybody. But why did you pick this song, and what what, what should we be listening for in this song? This song I did the music video for, uh, and uh, is this and newish? Yeah, this okay. is brand new. So, the, like, so uh, okay, I guess I got gone too far ahead. You have brand new music. Is yeah. what's the album called? It's called Party Sounds from okay. Another Room. All right. Uh, and that's by, a whole by other... drunken uncle. What was it called? <laughs> Unmarried who? <laughs> uncle drinks you. <laughs> Unmarried Gary. <laughs> Unmarried Gary. <laughs> I have to write that down. I'm... So anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah. So this song is yeah, and, and this song's kind of the the first like single I put out, and uh, it's got a music video, so you can you can check that out. That it's just people dancing. So. <laughs>
I almost said it's Cities 97.1. Oh, Unbelievable, <laughs> man. I I got to get out of my own head here. It yeah. is the Brian Oak Show, episode 310 in the Smart Start MN Studios. Al Church is our guest. All of us were talking during the course of that song about how beautiful and densely layered it is. Yes. But clean. You mm-hmm. can hear all yeah, the parts muddy, of it. Not, yeah. And that's where engineering and mixing and producing comes into play. Now, Al, I know you have a full band, but you also have done plenty of songs completely on your own. When it comes down to doing that, you know, obviously there's a level of control you like to have, but you also yeah. like to have good con- good collaborators. But when, let's say we pick a song, you know, whatever it might be, that you're doing all of it. You're doing the drums. You're doing the synth. You're doing the guitar. You're doing the... Are those congas or bongos? Congas, yep, congas. Whatever it might be, obviously you like all of them, otherwise you wouldn't do them, but what is your very favorite part to lay down when it comes to a new track? What do you love the most? Drums. Yeah? Like, Without hands, question? Without question, yeah. Like, yeah. It's I, not close. Not even close. Yeah. But and, it, and why do you, why do you think that is? I mean, what do you love about the rhythm and the percussion? The rhythm and the drums are the it just sets the tone mm-hmm. for the whole thing. It's like, the heartbeat, right? It's the heartbeat. It's like the, you you know you're only as good as your drummer, and I you're only as your song is only as good as the drum take. You've just said some very very powerful and frankly yes. pointed statements. Yes, you're only as good as your drummer. Yes, whereas you're, most people like to say things like. What do you call a drummer with no girlfriend? <laughs> Homeless, right? Homeless. I mean, like, but yeah. like, I mean, but if you do, you genuinely believe that you're only as good oh, yeah. as your drum track? Absolutely, really. And there are people that say 100%. the bass line drives a lot of stuff too. But I agree with you. Like the percussion, yeah, is yeah. so important. It's crucial. Yeah. But like to say, like most songwriters, like yourself, yeah, rarely. If would, I can't would, hear, if I can't hear the drum yeah. beat of what it's doing, uh, it's that. You know, I mean, for me, that's just, I have to hear that it, in order to move on with the song, to get it to the point where I'm mixing and mastering and finishing this pro it i gotta be jamming on some drums we, i totally get but you know? i mean like most singer songwriter types are like no it's the melody and the lyrics then we just kind of fill in everything yeah. later but the That's drum bunch, the it, drum is literally AI i can do that now oh i'm don't kidding t- I'm we're not kidding. even gonna talk yeah, about I'm AI. Totally and before kidding. we talk to al church even more <laughs> nephew of eric church yeah uh, i want to check in i want to check in with my friend sean bernard speaking what is the drum beat and i'm not saying this sarcastically yeah i mean this in all sense sincerity and i hate to spring this on you in addition to doing what you do here you're also a realtor for edina mm-hmm. realty the 50th in france location yep what is the heartbeat of realty um see gosh, i caught him off guard gosh, that's i a... love it out yeah Sean! I, I don't know i mean i that's well, that's I mean, a weird one because the people are involved right but there's people involved in everything there is it's location 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 oh. it beats like a drum beat yeah Location, 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 location. What are the schools like? Location, location, location. Are there stores nearby? Location, location, location. Son of a bitch! An actual jam session broke out about real estate, baby. Not that you. Inspiration comes in different forms, my friends. Say what you will about the Brian Oak Show. You have no idea what direction we're headed. I did not mean it's to true. put that on you. No, that's but, okay. But, that was but fun. You're, but you're heading in. 
I think that's the most creative, the most creative commercial we've ever done. For but you are a good realtor, and you're a busy man. And now is the busy season. So what is for those out there that are just starting to think about like, oh shit, maybe I've waited too long. Have they waited too long to move on this summer's market? No, because this mar- uh, the the market's really late this year because of the snow. Oh yeah. And so what's happening now is people are going AP over like listing their place right now because right. it's finally. People don't like people tromping through their house after they've tromped through all the snow. Yeah, and so it's kind of uncleaned up dog shit. It's kind, yeah. That's a big. That's another big one. Uh-huh. Um, and the snow mold, like we still have on oh. our grass, which is really gross. But uh, anyway, what terrific fun! The heartbeat, in my opinion, is also trust, and I, I don't mean that sarcastically. No, at I don't. All, I know but you, that don't. you just have to. You have to work with people who aren't greedy, and it's the. I'm going to say something negative about real estate, that there's a lot of greed. Mm -hmm. And so you need to work with somebody who actually has your best interest in mind. Right. Um, I had a client, I have a client that was about to get burned by somebody else. And I gave them a second opinion and we probably saved them 45 grand on something. And I take a lot of 45 grand. Well, I take a lot of pride in that because I'm like, no, 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 you can't show comps from a building that's 40 years newer. Right. Other realtor. You have to show comps from a comparable building. Well, and I think that's, you know? that's sales. I mean, that's life in general, right? Like, I mean, there are people out there who are going to fuck you. And then what you want to do is not work with those people. Or not because, have the, your interests. Yeah. Not have a, your best interests. Yes, exactly. Absolutely right, Al. That's exactly it. And I'm somebody that like, A, karma is a thing for me. And B, we live in a small market. There may be 3.2 million people mm-hmm. and... Al, you and I just met, but I bet you within five minutes we probably would know twenty people in easily. Oh, and that's I mean, and, and yeah. that's what I mean. So like that shit gets around. Do the right thing. Pick a realtor, whether it's me or somebody else that you trust that you know will have your best interest in mind. Um, I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band. That shouldn't be the reason why you do business with me, but just know that I believe in giving back to this community. Music has done so much for me. And just even things like hearing that last song. Yeah. If nothing else, I just got to hear a really incredible song. An exciting uh, new song. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Like, that's what I, I just love that part of life. So 612-859-2594, that number is also textable. And if anybody wants to talk shit or throw hands, I will be on Sean Bernard's side Thank anytime you. you like, because I know this dude, I trust this dude, but let's not throw hands. We could maybe go back, get some, like, I don't know, like some tortellini down at Turtle Bread or something. Instead. I'm so I, hungry right now. Please I, don't I bring up the tortellini. I'm starving. My, 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 I, I meant they're like, mm. there's something soup, and I can't think of what it's called. It's not yeah. tortellini, but they've got a really good, so good. Yeah. creamy pasta-based soup down there. You guys mm. are buying lunch, right? My mouth oh, is watering. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, Sean's right. totally buying lunch. <laughs> Every single portion of a buy or sell he does leads to lunch for a local yeah, musician. That's exactly right. Up to and including Al Church. Al, oh. the, new, the new album is called what? Party sounds from another room. All right, so let me ask you this. Artists, you know, I think a lot of us on the fan side are like, well, they're always creative. They're always writing songs. They're always doing everything. Yeah. But like everyone else in life, there are up times and there are down times. There are times where you must feel wildly creative yeah. and times where you're like, yeah, radio you're, sounds. you're staring into the abyss. There's yeah. nothing there. Like, what does uh, it take and or what happened in this case specifically that all of a sudden you're like, I'm making a new fucking record. Let's do this thing. What happened? Well, we had a recording session and I invited the band down and I have a new, um, I, uh, we, we bought a house in, in Brooklyn park, uh, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And 
I'm I'm taking I'm turning the basement into a studio. Oh, that's great. So perfect. Great. Hey, everybody, come on down. Let's <laughs> let's record some stuff. I got some demos. You know, like right. I, I I had some good songs and I had a really good skeleton. But I was like, come down. At this point, though, was yeah. it still mainly like a fun, like exploratory idea, yeah. or were you already in business mode? Like, let's make a yeah. damn record. Let's make a record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, it was like because that's how I usually work. It, you know, I have these demos that I painstakingly work on and work on, work on the arrangement and the melody. So you've got a little bit more than a skeleton in place. Yeah, like, I mean, you've got for ideas, sure. and then yeah. we're just going to freshen them up and we're going to yep. flesh them out and see what happens. Exactly. Yeah. And so they all get there, and we're you know. Uh, my partner's making snacks and and uh, you know we're, she made empanadas at the time. Oh and, my gosh! Yeah, empanadas. Yeah, I'm those so aren't those aren't those aren't. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, right. I have a friend's <laughs> wife who's coming to town. She's like, you guys want to get together? So he's, he he is part of our inner group of friends. He can't yeah. make it. His wife is coming. She's yeah. like, you guys want to do game night? I'm like, what if I bring a mountain of empanadas? And she's like, do it. Boom! The greatest thing. Oh and, my god! Yeah. and your partner's yeah. making the empanadas. Yes, making them from scratch. And you know how Go those. On. You know. And and so we're, this is an event, right? We're yeah. making a record. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Sleepover. Like, you know. Oh, the, a sleepover. Oh, yeah. Get the get, awesome. get the guest bedroom all nice. Truth and dare. optional. And guess. <laughs> Empanadas and truth or dare on the same exactly. night. Exactly. I'm down. And baby. I'm and I'm about to hit, well, I hit record and we go through one of these little jams and tornado sirens. Just. Wow. Wow. The, 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 the whole city of Brooklyn Park is is on a tornado watch. Wow! Mm. Tornado and actually the whole like that whole area. Yeah, yeah. So then we all Winds, head to the basement. We're in the basement already. <laughs> yeah. We're we're in the safest. We're in the safest place you could be, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, let's. I said, I said, we're keeping. I'm not shutting down this recording. We're recording. This could be the last moment we're alive. This could yeah. be the last moment we're alive. And if we can record a tornado coming through the house and blowing us up, alright, that's what's gonna happen. Wow. What a great record that would be. Honest <laughs> to God. I mean, we would be talking about you, you know. There won't be a tour yeah. unfortunately. There won't be. Sadly, this no. won't tour. Yeah, we won't be touring on this one. No but... autographs will be given at the end of this broadcast. The album could be, yeah. <laughs> the album could be called, could have been called like Tornado. So I actually had the the tentative title for the album was Tornado, but then what happened was we we made a negative thing, and we turned it into a positive. We said, "Well, we're in the basement. We're in the safest place we can yeah. be. We got the we got the mics already. Everything's ready to go. If we hear tornado sirens in the background, so be it. Right? You know, the thing about creativity and to answer your question is creativity. Everyone thinks like, okay. All right, so I got okay, so I got my chair. Okay, I got the chair here. All right, now I'm gonna write a song yes. right, right now, and it's I. I'm in the best mood. I got everything feeling great. I got like you know, it it doesn't happen like that. No, like then life says tornado, tornado, <laughs> right, and, right, and right. you have to make adjustments, and it, that's the thing with the creative process. Is it? I am constantly absorbing songs. I have. I have voice memos that are, you know, there. If if I have a voice, if I have something in my head right now, a song, I'm gonna go. I'm sorry, Sean. Sorry, Brian. I gotta I gotta just take a break for a second. 
I got a song idea, right? Is, is he telling us he's leaving? <laughs> I think right he now? is, yeah. <laughs> Did Al just say you. he's leaving? He died in a real t- <laughs> uh, yeah. we are, we are, I got a jingle. We I got a I was, jingle. I just absorbed that. We, yep. we already did our realty song for the day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a B-side. That's yeah, a B-side. Yeah, yeah. right, right. yeah. But uh, if it you need a jingle, let me know. I write jingles. Who doesn't need a jingle? I mean... Um, but so, so here we are. So yeah. there were obviously trials and tribulations. You get to the point, you get a record. Now, obviously listening to that last song, we got to get to another one. There's too much chitter chatter, which I enjoy, but also too much. Yep. Um, you write an album and you obviously as a producer, a mixer, an engineer, for me, these are the fascinating questions like a, how the songwriting process yep. goes, but also when do you know to say when, when are you able to finally be like, all right, F it. I, 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 yeah. you know, yep. This is as good as it's going to get yep. because I know how the creatives are in my life and it's never quite there. Right. But at some point you have to let go. Yeah. How do you make that determination? It's usually all of the, all of my ideas have like, have been put down and, and, and I'll throw a lot of stuff at the wall, you know, and, and it won't make the cut. So I don't have that problem. Because for me, it's about minimalism. It's about, okay, I only have bass. I got drums in my my live band. You know, we have saxophone. Yeah. We got, you know, we got keys. I have a limitation in that way. Like, I don't want to just, like, all of a sudden throw, like, you know, a wall of sound of all the things that have been... But, but don't those, you? Uh, don't I mean, you, Al? Well, if you want to tour, the next, the, that's the challenge, yeah, right? I mean, it's like, oh, we did this really complex, really super layered yeah. thing. Oh my God! Do we have enough people that we can do with totally. this on tour? And you know, radio, enough, yeah. Like you, you watch Radiohead, and I mean, God bless them. I love one of my favorite bands, but yeah. you know, like the 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 live stuff. You know, they only have five people in the band, or right? But um, but no, it, and that's for me. That's just me. I I, I like to strip. The, I like to put things on it and then go. Oh, it doesn't work. And pull so, them out. And, and pull I, them I out. think a lot of people do that, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm a guy came into the record store once and like. Do you have reductive synth here? I'm like, what the fuck is reductive synth? <laughs> He's like, well, it's where they do everything, but then they keep pulling parts out, so there's almost nothing left until they found. Well, it's not unlike doing. It's not unlike doing a sculpture, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you start with a block, yep. and you pull away the pieces until yep. it it reveals itself. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, and you know, it it's it's like taking a photo too, and you know, it's and and being able to you know have a, have a dark room, right? Mm-hmm. Like. As as an artist, and I think a lot of artists they don't have the dark room set up. They they have an iPhone, yeah. and they they don't they don't you know maybe they don't develop their film. You know, yeah. for me, I, I I develop it, and I have to see it through all the way through the process. And that for me it works because it you have to. I don't want to send my photos to someone else to develop them. I don't I don't want to go to Walgreens. Mm. Well, I think that's you know. a big part of the reason that we have the Smart Start MN Studio is we used to try to share a space and we used to try to coordinate things and between guests and everything else, it was literally impossible. Yeah, sure. And so for us, it's worth it. Again, this is a modest little room that we're in right now, Yeah, but it's ours. It's you know, And we it's get lovely. to do it whenever we want, however we want to do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, at least until the sponsors disappear, in mm. which case Sean's going to have to start coughing up a little more dough. <laughs> what's, what's the name of the record again now? Party Sounds from Another Room.
What's Ground Zero? What's your favorite place for people to go to, A, either find out more about Al Church or to find out more about the record or, dare I say, purchase Buy music it? in the Ooh, modern what? era? What? <laughs> what? What's the best place to do that? Bandcamp. Yep. Yes. Bandcamp. Um, I, you know, I've been playing music for 25 years mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's, I mean, I'm schlepping my records down to the record store to Electric Fetus to Cheapo. I mean, to Mill yeah. City Sound Mill and Hopkins. Mill City Sound yes. and Hopkins. And Doho. You know. Doho, baby. But, but uh, I just can't do everything now. You know, it's hard. It's no. It's just no. so it's hard. It's so vast. Minneapolis yeah. and Minnesota is just, it's uh-huh. so, there's so much. So I, I try to, like, get everything out. But anyway, Bandcamp. Bandcamp's the best. We all, we, I mean, we all stream music, every one of us. And, sure. but even back in the, like the, what did they call it when you were file sharing, whatever those dirty days. Thank you. No. I never downloaded a song illegally because I, well, A, I'm a super deep music nerd, but B, I always felt like there was a value to it, right? Like if I can lay here in my bed with tears streaming down my eyes listening mm-hmm. to this song, should I have just taken this for free? Fuck me, man. And, right. And fuck all the other people. Like, What like, are you again, doing? Yeah. You're not going to make this person rich. I doubt yeah. very much that if 25 people go buy your album right now, you're going to be driving a Bentley limousine the next Absolutely. time we see you. I make so much money oh, off I'd music. Love that. But it'd be nice if you were able to get by on yeah. doing something you love to do and apparently do at a high level. We have to hear another song. Let's we are do going it. way too long. I love it. Tell me about this song. Uh, so this one is, uh, this one started out, Kind of modestly, this one I wrote on an acoustic guitar in a on basically outside in my backyard. Who are you, Jack Johnson? Yeah, exactly. What's exactly. Going on right? And Sitting I do a D beach? chord. Do you know the D chord? Have you ever checked out D chord <laughs> and then an A chord? So I, I have to take your word for that. Yeah. No, no, yeah. And it was just a real basic song that yeah. I, I but I was like, you know, people are just struggling. People are trying to mental health and people are trying to figure out it this song this song was like, you don't have to do everything like take yeah. the pressure off yourself you know and and because we're, we were putting all this especially after the pandemic actually mm-hmm, th- mm-hmm. this time right now is actually weirder i think because it's harder for sure it's harder because, because people it's, are like oh we gotta get back to it we gotta yeah, do all that. But, you know my, my, my buddy did you know like uh ux design and went to went back to school to learn how to reprogram computers and i just did sourdough for <laughs> three years you know that is exactly yeah. it exactly in a nutshell yeah. right there exactly. yeah they learned uh, mandarin chinese and yeah. i i um, sat and um like hung out with my dog <laughs> yep you know Which, again but yeah. everyone has to find their way but yeah, I, but, but the you ultimate don't... thing of what you're saying yeah we need to breathe breathe and we need to kind of like go and, ahead and roll your neck and yep. roll your shoulders and take a Relax. deep breath. All that other shit that has been bugging you is still going to be there on the other side. But if you don't stop and check yeah. it once in a while, you're effed. Yeah. And and you have to find, you know, that that spark in you and 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 just and create stuff or or, or do it. Do it. You know. But also, I think take your time and let it come to you, right? Yeah, like, I mean, totally. you can't yeah. force it. You can try to Frankenstein yeah. a life together. Totally. Or you could just be like. It's taken months and I've got nothing, but maybe, again, that thing I said earlier about waking up every day. Right. Maybe today's the day. That's important. Yes, absolutely.
Well, that's right. We have made it through the front of the record. Party sounds from another room. I just want to take this time to thank you, the listener, for checking this out. Um, And while we're flipping over this cassette here to side B, um, I'll also take the time to say thank you and encourage you to buy music and art directly from artists through their direct channels. That's the best way to support uh, artists locally and, and all over. So thank you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this record. So we're going to flip it over to side B. Take care. Absolutely lovely. I've gotten so distracted by the music of Al Church as well as this dazzlingly beautiful spring day we're enjoying right here in South Minneapolis at the Smart Start MN Studios that I almost forgot to mention Moxie Wealth Management. So I want to make sure we mention them. Our latest sponsor, Moxie Wealth Management, takes a comprehensive approach to you and yours. They get your fiduciary ducks in a row, if you will. You're welcome. You wish you had fiduciary ducks. Anyway, um, what they do is take a comprehensive approach to wealth management. You do not have to be a wealthy individual to think about your future or to make sure that you are moving in the right direction on the things that you do have. And Moxie Wealth Management, they've got, a, when I say comprehensive, they've got an entire team. You know, Joe and his entire staff, they take care. They literally tick all the boxes when it takes, when it comes to looking towards the future. Maybe think you got it all under control. Well, they can let you know how you can control it better or maybe you've missed one or two things they can also bring you up to speed there. yeah and sometimes things can marry themselves together like you don't realize that you could have some tax you know savings by putting money into a different you know fund than the other those are the sorts of things that you and i know very little about they know a lot literally about. nothing about yeah. and that's why you turn to experts right Yeah. go to moxiewealthmanagement.com set an appointment today don't blow this off get in touch with them at least kind of see where you stand are you saying I'm not getting any younger? Is that what you just said? I was looking in the mirror uh-huh. when I said that. Because I have this, uh-huh. people don't realize I have a giant mirror to look at myself throughout the podcast. Uh, I do, because I'm <laughs> sitting here in the Smart Start. Well, Brian studio. does do that because Brian <laughs> likes to look at Brian Well, during the Brian Oak show. It would, it would be easier if I wasn't so pretty, but sometimes it's, it's hard true. to turn away. It's not even fair. Look at that. Oh, the dark circles under the eyes, the hmm. the pronounced Cro-Magnon brow ridge. Fire hot. The balding hair. It's all coming together. I mean, like, who wouldn't want to stare at this all day? Oh. <sighs> That was a real letdown right there. Al Church, you are a delight, my good man. I could talk to you about many things all day long. I'm so glad you came by today. We don't have much time left. But before we go, the reason I even reached out to you in the first place was you've got a very cool gig coming up. Yep. You know, in the for, for the youngers out there who are listening, you know, if you were an alt kid growing up, part of your alt kid starter set was getting a copy of In the Airplane Over the Sea uh, by Neutral Milk Hotel. If you're a little older, like I am, part of the Alt Kid starter kit was a copy of Wisconsin Band, the Violent Femmes debut self-titled release, which is just filled with, and maybe it's because I spent so much time with it, but it is banger after banger after banger. These, It was great yes. because it was outsider stuff, right? It was great because this wasn't everyday music. And like, kind of, it's weird. You like, you want to belong growing up, 
But also, I kind of took a certain pride in not being like everyone else. And this was a record that defined weird, bizarre, alternative haircut kids yeah. throughout the early 80s in the upper Midwest. It's, it's yeah. a good, good record. And you got a gig coming up. Tell me when and where the gig is. Parkway Theater. Literally, Literally two doors north two of doors, us here. Yeah, two yeah. doors down. And uh, we're, we're playing April 23rd. And we're doing the whole first self-titled record. Um, you know, Gordon Gano wrote this album when he was 18. All the actually the first two albums, That's crazy. He wrote all those songs when he was 18. That's probably really crazy. Probably 16, 17. But he grew up in Milwaukee, yeah, yeah, Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, and you know, it's it's just an interesting thing where you know, like you said, when you grew up, you know, and you're you're 18 and you're you're listening to some alt. Yeah, alternative music, and you're trying to figure out yourself. You're trying to figure out what you're doing, and I just this was a pivotal record for me. When all the also Neutral Milk Hotel, that one, and uh, that's that's definitely in the starter kit for oh, sure. I mean, and, and with with Violent Femmes, like so, growing up, everyone feels awkward, right? Everyone feels out of place, and I knew I was never going to be a popular kid. Yeah. Never was going to be a sporto. I, my my youth was very very much a John Hughes movie. Yeah, like Coon Rapids <laughs> Senior High was very yep. much divided into this you know these substrates and these different categories. And I was one of the weirdo outsider kids. I had friends, you know. Yeah. I wasn't unhappy. I just I was not ever going to be a part of the life that I felt that was trying to create. And so when I heard things like. REM, which also is celebrating a huge anniversary with Murmur. Yeah. Uh, Violent Femmes, what, did you say 40 years? 40 years. That, that makes insane. grandpa feel very, very <laughs> old today. I hope someone can get me my cottage cheese and peaches and yeah. get my programs on in time. It's crazy. Oh, 40 years. I mean, that's yeah. a lot, but... I think the record still has real value in the sense that when you listen to it, and I think this is what hit me so hard as a kid, is A, you had someone to hang on to. You know, you go back to the 70s, when when, when kids in the 70s talked about loving David Bowie, they're like, I don't feel like I'm alone. Right. I'm not the only outsider out mm-hmm. there. Things are weird out there, and not everybody fits into a very specialized shaped box. Totally. I think Violent Femmes did the exact same thing. This is sort of a weirdo horny broken record yeah. and it's brilliant and yeah. it's still i think it still holds its power today this yeah. record matters yeah it's like it's like high school poetry sometimes yeah. you know you listen to it, it's like you know like but then there's it, there's jazz improv yes, freak yes, out like, yeah it, this was like one of the first albums i heard where i actually like understood freak out jazz i mean i you know and you know, and <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was like, "Oh, that's oh, that's a feeling." And and yeah. like, you know, in, in Kiss Off, the second track, where it's just oh. like, yeah, 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 just yeah, like yeah. it's and and honestly, too, as a you know aspiring musician, it, you, you know, Im, improvising and you know, but like really dark lyrics, but also you know, poetry from that time, you know. Now it's Instagram for kids, you know. Now it's like right. when you're 17 and you post that weird video on Instagram mm-hmm. that you kind of, well, oh, I wish I could maybe get that back, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we have weird ideas when we're in our, especially growing up, our brains developing. Mm-hmm. You Speak know. for yourself, Al. <laughs> I was very much button. No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. You know, and it's but it gave it gave you a space to have some some creativity, mm-hmm. some imagination that like, okay, cool, like you know this song, like. um you know, there's some deep stuff that you could tell he was wrestling with, you know, Gone Daddy Gone or 
Um, good feeling. Good feeling. Add it up. Any of it. I mean, there's anger, there's rage, there's deep loneliness, there is all the things you're going through at that age, and none of it makes any sense. Uncertainty. But then, all of a sudden, this weirdo, and I got to imagine, as a burgeoning musician, when you hear this, you're like... Well, if these three weirdos from Wisconsin can yeah. do this, why can't I do right. it? Right? Yeah. Uh, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. but, but they do it well, and they, they left a mark on the map. One more time. Where's the gig, and when is it? Parkway Theater, April 23rd. Uh, we have a band, 120 Minutes is opening, and they're focusing on just that that indie banger I time. Of I remember. MTV, where they, at late at night, oh, yeah. you would listen to... Yep. Tune into Hunter Minutes. That was the only place to get it. Back Dinosaur Junior. Like, how else are you going to hear Dinosaur Junior, Sonic Youth, lo- Flaming Lips, Love and Rockets? Let's y- go. Yeah, you know the Cure, and even like some of the Cure, like oh, yeah. more B side obscure that. stuff. I yep. had a long conversation Huge yesterday with someone fan. about the Cure. Without without bands like the Cure, REM, yep. the Smiths, yep. Yep. college radio doesn't become what college radio mm-hmm. is in the eighties. And without that happening. Alternative radio never fucking happens. Well, it never happens. Over. It's yeah. over. So and the girls that I was into liked that music. That's why I got into it. Yeah. And I oh, loved it. And they had short, curly black hair and oh. boots that were way too tall and they were always difficult and it was never simple. <laughs> and I'd give anything to be back there right now. Before we say it, goodbye to uh, Al Church, um, I do want to do one more thank you to Smart Start MN, also to Sean Bernard. Thank you, Sean. You're welcome. I got a question for Al. Okay, sure. we're, we're not done uh, yet. I know, I'm going to hit the sponsors know, real know, quick. Moxie Wealth Management, our friends at AudioQuip, if you have a gig, if you are busking, if you have a TED Talk, whatever the case might be, you need reliable people, decent people, kind people who have real gear, please get a hold of our friends at AudioQuip. Nate and his staff are absolutely fantastic. And thanks to all of our Patreon members. We're getting step-by-step step closer to our next Patreon event, and we'll have those details forthcoming. That's all I've got. What do you got, Sean? So I'm going to go to the... Thumb show for sure. Sweet. Um, we'll post a link to the tickets there. When can I see your band do your music? Yeah. Your um, music. So we have a show in in May, and I can't... Uh, what's the date? Where can I find out more information yeah, about it? You can find that... Um, I have a... I have a website, but I also have a yeah Facebook and uh, you know Instagram and stuff awesome. like that. That's we'll, right. I usually post. We'll shows link. There. We'll link to that so people yeah. can get tickets because I'd love to. I'd actually love to take my son to see. Uh, yeah. your music that'd be as fun. Well. Yeah. yeah. Last question before we hear this song. Yes. <clears throat> if I were to go home today and feel an absolute lightning bolt of inspiration, and maybe all it is is a couple of spatulas and some pots and pans in the kitchen, sure. and I start <laughs> making music. Do you think? The best name for my new combo, even if it's a one-man show, Unmarried Gary, <laughs> Bob Seger's Damage, or the Tornado Empanadas. <laughs> oh, man. The Tornado they Empanadas. They all have a different vibe, but I kind of like Tornado Empanadas. Here, here's what you do. Here's what you do. What First, do you, do? you go on Spotify. Yeah. And then you search all of those band names. Uh, to make sure none of them exist. To make exist. sure none of them exist. I'll bet and some I, motherfucker oh, out yeah. there already has Tornado Unmarried. Empanadas, don't There's they? probably a Tornado Empanada band, and they probably have... Like thousands of followers, yeah, and, and they're probably a huge band in like I'm South li- America. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> come in, on, in Peru, like, you Peru, can't get a ticket to the tornado, tornado empanada show. I mean, it's like they're bigger than Vampire Weekend over there. Yes. Oh so, dear. Oh yeah. dear. Oh dear. Well, we look forward to the upcoming <laughs> hate show. To break it to you, but I hate to be the bad guy. Yeah. Nobody. 
it's that's a very practical <clears throat> approach to the world we live in. Like I have friends who are like, "Hey, I was going to open up this store and call it this." I'm like, "Have you looked online to see yeah, if the I URL know, is available?" Have yeah. you and now it's so saturated, you have to pay attention to that sort of thing. I'm kind of like you know, like uh, what was the trial, like the OJ trial? You know, when you're yeah. like, you don't ask a question you don't know the answer to. Right. Yep. Don't ask a question that you haven't Googled. Right. That's exactly right. Exactly. Like, yeah. Don't ask the question they haven't Whoa, Googled. did did we just get scolded by Mr. Church to do our homework <laughs> I first? Hate to be the bad guy. Do hate to be the bad guy. Fucking homeworks. <laughs> All right. Excellent to see you, my good man. And I so wish good you to the see very you guys. best. Let's do it again. Let's do it again for sure. I promise. Tell me now. So here's the last thing we'll say, and we're gonna go into a song by the Mylan Femme since you got the gig coming up yes. on the twenty third. To me, there aren't any deep tracks on this record because I spent so much time with it, but there are the obvious hits on the record, and then you pick this, I'm like, do I even remember that song? And oh, then yeah. you started singing it, I'm like, do, 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 this, do. dude, this is the pull right here. It's well like done. Rage Against the Machine right here. Dun, 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 For that dun, era, yeah. it absolutely is. Yeah. Why'd you pick this one? Uh, it's just got the best guitar riff ever. I it just slaps. Lo- it just slaps. <laughs> it just comes out like, dun, 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 dun. Oh, it's a bop. You know, it's just like, it's like... It, it just really, yeah. It it it's and it, it's a deep, it's a deeper cut, um, but, but it's great. It's a great one, yeah. All right, Al, you yep. take care and have a good twenty twenty three. All right, you too. Talk to you soon. Here's yep. the Violent Femmes on the Brian Oak Show. Do you know what it's like to hate when it's way down deep inside? Oh God, I hate what's been done to my life. I feel the pain, I feel the night. Would it ruin my salvation? Ruin my
Certainly a guess. Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.